Welcome to Space to Face, a podcast where we encourage you to build the online and offline presence of your brand. Whether your strength is online or in person, we believe there's business magic to be made in the blending of both. This is a podcast for passionate creatives and entrepreneurs who want to bridge the gap between their online space and meeting face to face. I'm Paige Poppy. And I'm Asia Crescent. Thank you for joining us. Let's jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome Hi. back to Space to Face. Welcome. Oh, boy. Sorry. Do you feel like it's late January? Because I can't believe it's only the 12th. Yeah, I do. Because I'm like, oh, wow, I did a lot already. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I told John, like, gosh, we've just been, like, chilling for weeks now. And he's like, we got back from Park City eight days ago. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, it's more than one week. So I can say plural weeks. But that's not true. Anyway, it's January. <laughs> As we know, and it really does feel like slow season. And I know that like the slow season like plagues us all, um, especially if you're in your first couple years of business. And I remember my first slow season when I was first full time a photographer, I like freaked out because I had no idea that I was going to have a slow season. And I was like, my business is going under, and I'm failing, and I need a full time job. And I almost moved to Seattle because I was like, I'm going to have to get a full time job and like leave the country. That's not really leaving the country. Anyway. Um, it was really scary, but as soon as those like two months were over and I did not end up moving to Seattle, thank God, um, business came rushing in really quickly. And there are a few things that I did during that slow season that I think led the clients to come when they were ready. So we're going to talk about those today. Oh, I'm pumped to hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, slow season. I think it happens to all of us. Um, I am not sure yet if I'm in my slow season or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. kind of funny. You guys know fall holiday time was nuts for me and I'm very grateful like these first few weeks back I have had new client work and like personal not personal projects but like for example if I want to release a new collection in my shop like I'm able to do that so right right there there's an example of something you can do in the slow season absolutely yeah but so I'm not really sure yet how slow it's gonna be so far Mm -hmm. I've been busy but I have not not been like high stress busy yes, you know it's like yes. manageable busy like I'm going to a hockey game in an hour you yeah. know like this it's it's doable yeah it's totally doable <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm saying this like January is my slow season but it is not my slow season is definitely the fall mm-hmm. and so I'm just I'm, I guess I'm just like saying it feels like slow season right now but I know it picks up really quickly January is a time where like all of a sudden I have a bazillion new clients um so I guess I'm I'm kind of reviewing what I did during my slow season even because and your your busy season is my slow season which is which really is so funny. funny yeah it just product totally- based versus service based I would guess yes. it and if you're not doing um like I don't do family photos and so during the fall season it's so much slower for me. So I guess we're going to kind of review what I did this slow season. Um, and then it does get slower. And then towards the end of January, I'm just like, boom, off until off until like September. And then it slows down again. Very yeah. cool. And then also, I guess, like if you're kind of in the earlier years of your business, such as I am, you mm-hmm. may not know when your slow season is yet. Exactly. So yeah. it's really important to be in tune with your business and be like, you know, going through your to-do list. And if you're kind of recognizing like, hey, not that much is coming in this week. Like, let me use this to my advantage to do some other projects that I haven't had time to do otherwise. Totally. And we're definitely going to talk about like paying attention to your business and seeing when the slow seasons are and like what the benefits are of doing that. So we also today like want to put a little spin on what the slow season means because there could be a point where like Paige and I are where the slow season might not be slow. It might just be like a little bit slower. Um, or you could be at a point like where I was in my first year where that meant like I didn't have any business for like two months. And it seems 
like really scary and it feels like you have no work to do and everything is horrible and like life sucks. That is not the case. <laughs> so slow season can mean like a season of rest or of play, of recharging. And really it means like the betterness of your business. Yeah, it's like de- I definitely like the word recharged. Yes. Recharge the batteries so that you can plug them in and use them when it gets busier. Yes. Agree. Ooh, I like that. Plug them in and use them. Plug them in. <laughs> anyway, before we get started, how are you doing? I'm great. Yeah? Um, I've had a little bit more trouble getting into my week than last week. So last week, I think I was like, oh, yeah, holiday's over, things to do. Well, Jake and I went on an awesome road trip this weekend yeah. to like, a part of southern Arizona. So now I'm like in vacation mode again. <laughs> so it's, I've been dragging a little bit and we're going to Joshua Tree next weekend with our friends. <gasps> That's so fun. I know we're going to be in the same state but not oh seeing God. each other. That's sad. I'm just going to like surprise show up. So sad. But like so I'm worried it'll happen again. Hopefully not. It's been kind of nice because I feel yeah. like my work weeks are like three and a half. I mean I didn't leave on Thursday but just kind of like nice to look forward to and I told you that I should travel more in 2016, so yes. we're already making it happen. Look at you go, girl. I'm trying to travel less. <laughs> really proud of you for making it happen. Good for you. What uh, are you up to? Uh, I'm doing great. I am, like, really ready for action. I vacationed a lot during my slow season, and so I'm really excited to get to work. And I spoke at some sorority meetings this weekend and got to present um, some opportunities to them about the magazine and about senior pictures, et cetera. And I realized I love public speaking. I think that's just because, like, my self-confidence is, like, at an unhealthy level of highness. (laughs) I saw your Facebook status. (laughs) Yes. Wouldn't that be so cool? I feel bad because I knew of a speaking opportunity that I should have forwarded to you. Feel bad. Do not feel bad. But – I would love – I wish you and I – I would love to public speak. We're I, throwing this out there. We're going to manifest this and put it out into the universe. Asia okay. and I would love to public speak together about what we talk about here on the show. Oh, my gosh. I'd love to share it. We would still be speaking. Same format we're doing here, but to a live audience would be amazing. A live audience. It makes it sound like a sitcom. <laughs> An like in-person group of wonderful people. Yes, exactly. I would really love that. We should just go on tour. Have a space-to-face tour of speaking gigs. <sighs> so cool. <laughs> Let's put that out there in the universe. I'm feeling really good about that because I don't know what it is, but I really love public speaking. And um, It was funny when you posted on Facebook because I was like, that should be Asia's job. Like, would, I would love if that was my job. It would be so much fun. So, um, I mean, that te- this podcast is kind of a way to do yeah. that. So true. It's um, a good – okay, so there you go. This is the space version of public speaking, and we want to do the face version. Oh, my gosh. That's so true. I want to be a crossover with my public speaking gig. Let's let's do a whole thing about that, and I'll just start, like, public speaking on, like, in Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Those people who, like, stand on the street corner. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, I have a site. I have a, a small story that has nothing to do with anything. Um, I had, like, a person at Starbucks yesterday – there is a group of old men who come to Starbucks every Monday and they like take over the big table that's there and they talk about like politics and like all of these different things. And they were kind of like pushing us out. I had four girls at this time yesterday, kind of like pushing us out. And then one guy just started talking to us about everything. And like, I would just be going back to work and he'd be like, so what kind of photography do you do? And I'd like try to go back to work after I answered one question. And he would just like clearly it wasn't even in part of the conversation. He'd be like, so what does your mom do? Like out of nowhere. And I was like, you know what? 
this is like a little too facey for me. So there is a line. I de like there is a big line where it's like sometimes I'm at Starbucks to work and sometimes I am there to like communicate and or to network or whatever and I can kind of blend them a little bit. I was not having it yesterday. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. I was like, this is too much faciness for me. Um, and I was just thinking like, gosh, I am not doing a really good job at this right now. And it just it made me think of this podcast and then I need to go re-listen because I should have just entertained this person, but I also have work to do. But we're human, but it's really funny that you say that because what was it last week? I had like two awesome like space moments and I, I texted Asia and said, <laughs> I'm being such a good spacer right now. Or no, I was being a good facer. Excuse facer. me. I was doing some, I don't know what it was. I don't something remember. about also I had my makeup done really nicely and it, yes. it was something with the felt selfies and then there was something else that the happened. Mac, the, Mac, the Mac store, the Apple store. Oh yeah. So I'm yeah. getting a new laptop. It's coming January 20th. Oh my gosh I'm praise so the lord it's been five and a half years with one computer i'm so excited so excited but yeah uh i was talking to the girl at the mac store about my business and she was really interested i i think i told multiple people about it that day oh you. i also told the um woman at my front desk of my dentist oh did you okay so how did you weave this into conversation because this is really relevant to what we talked about last week hmm oh because she asked me what i was doing Okay, cool. Lately, you know, with my career and time. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> because like, they, yeah. they would see me, you know, when I was just in town on break. Right. And I had told her, I don't think she even realized I had graduated. And I told her what I was up to. And we had a really great conversation because it turned out, I mean, her name is Brenda, lovely woman. But I didn't know what her interest in art was. But yeah. she apparently goes to one of the art walks. So I, we had a conversation about art and selling art. And I shared, I gave her my website so she could see cool. it. She's going to go to some of the events I do, so. See, that's so awesome. You go, girl. Yes. So, I'm so happy that you can celebrate your victories and I can celebrate my my confession. Thank you so much. You'll, 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 I've seen you in action. It's yeah. probably like one, one bad day a year. This was probably the only time I've been like, please don't talk to me. So it's okay if you have those moments. You just got to make up for it later. Yeah. That is, that is the lesson of the <laughs> Okay, anyway, back to what we're talking about today. <laughs> Well, let's jump right in. So uh, we have some key things that we want you to think about for your slow season. Mm -hmm. So what do we have? Maybe like six things we're going to talk about. And then we have a zillion ways to enjoy your slower season. Mm -hmm. And we want to convince you that it is a vital part of the rest of your year. Do not see it as like your black hole three months out of the 12 months. It's a vital, lovely portion of the year. It is so necessary. It's like it's basically like you're just hiring someone to do all the behind the scene things that you need to have done like all year long. Um, so we have six keys we want to discuss today. Key numero uno. You have to have faith that the season will end. AKA do not panic. Do not panic. Rule number one, stop, drop, and roll. Do not panic. Um, this was my huge flaw, my first slow season. I was like so – I wasn't depressed, but I was like more – I was panicking. I was like, I can't do anything. My business is going under all of the hard work. I was like stressing. Um, and that – I definitely did a ton of things that I will discuss later that like made my slow season end, but it took a lot of work because I was really, really worried. And your first slow season, it's hard because you don't have any track record. You don't know like, oh, this happened to me last year too, so it's okay. But so then that's not even faith anymore that it's going to be over. You just know. But so your first time it happens or if it happens at an unexpected time, you just have to have faith in the work that you've done, the seeds that you planted will come to fruition later. 
Totally. And you can have faith, too, that your next busy season will probably be even busier. Yes. So looking forward to the future, I mean, there's some things I can't control as far as people ordering custom artwork. Like, they're going to order it when they want to. As much as you try to encourage them to order it in November, they might not contact you until the last minute in December. But you can adjust things that way. You can have – you can promote it more and say, contact me. You can schedule more things out, and you can raise your prices. So there's a lot you can do to buffer that out. Yeah, totally. And I think – this is an interesting concept. I when I was I was googling like what other people had written about this topic and a lot of people are talking about how to get more business during the slow season and that's not a concern of mine. Like not that it's not a concern, but I'm not trying to um make my slow season into a busy season. I'm trying to take advantage of my slow season. What about you? What do you think about that? I would totally agree with that. I would say uh something also which I don't have a ton of knowledge about, admittedly, but it could be, like, your time to implement systems. So it's like we already said this, but, like, you need the slow season if you're going to set things up and plan for the future. Totally. And, like, I'm trying to think of what that would look like if I were to make my slow season into a busy season. Um, Because a a lot of the things that I was researching was, like, oh, you can promote holiday sessions or you can have, um, you know, holiday products or whatever. Or you can, um, you know, have mini shoots. You can, like, discount your services. And those things just don't don't work in my business plan. I don't – there are things that my slow season is a slow season because I don't provide the services that are necessary for that time. So I don't do family shoots. and if I were to all of a sudden do family shoots so that I could have something to do during the slow season, the rest of my season or the rest of my year wouldn't be as awesome because I wouldn't have had time to prepare for it and I would be diluting my business and my brand. So a slow season is necessary for several reasons. Like I'm glad that I'm not just trying to fill my time in with shoots in that time. Yes. And like personally, not even like a slow season, but let's say I have a slow day, like just having one day to reorganize everything and like clean makes me feel like I can do my work twice as fast. Yes. So just apply that knowledge to like a whole month. Absolutely. And that really takes us to key two, which is like take this as an opportunity to take a break. You don't want to just be like filling your time with stuff because you're you're worried about the slow season. Um, You're taking this opportunity as a time to recharge, like we talked about earlier. Like in June, I don't have time to do anything. Like I'm I'm traveling for weddings and I'm editing weddings and I'm doing all kinds of senior shoots. And all I want to do during June is like sit down and crochet a beanie. Well, maybe not June, but you know. Um, And so I really have to take advantage of that time that I have now and relax. Yes, and. I feel the same way over Christmas. I was working all day and at night as well. I mean, not all night, but, you know, Uh I was fitting things in around dinner and stuff. And I didn't have any time to, like, do personal reading. Like, I remember as soon as I was free again, like, the the concept of lighting a candle and just sitting in my bed and reading was wonderful. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, so true. Or, like, last night, I did the most embarrassing thing. My My mom gave me this, like very complicated model of the Eiffel Tower that lights up to like it's like a puzzle that you built it had LEDs all this stuff so last night I built like two-thirds of it it was quite the undertaking it took me like three hours what I was see. did you snap about it no I'll send you a picture right now it's so yes. funny um it's not done yet I have to do the top but 
Um, so for example, that's something enjoyable. I like to be busy with my hands, but I had no time for that otherwise. So I'm taking a break doing some fun things. Yeah. And you have to do that. And that also is the key three, which is be grateful. Like I'm always, I'm, we're so grateful for the time to do that because we don't have the time. Like you need the busy season to appreciate the slow season and vice versa. Like if you're always busy, you could be grateful too. But Uh uh I mean, this is something that you and I have a lot of conversations about. I don't know how much we've talked about it on the show, but you like for shoots, for example, you strategically like plan you're pricing out so that you know about how many shoots you're going to get right a year and so you are grateful for having so much business but you're also grateful for the opportunity to like plan when those shoots come in and like yes. create rests in your yes agreed and i've been having to explain that to clients and i finally think i found a way to do that because i'll send them like a calendar link and it looks like I have, I'll say, I only have three availabilities for the month of March. And it looks like I have like 18 spots open. And I say, those are just the times that I have available, but I only have three of those spots are going to be taken. Um, so just like, you can choose any one of these, but I'm only going to take three. Um, because it, you, the other 15 spots are like your editing times. Exactly. Yeah. So like you can, I want to give them a, you know, a time that works for them. I'm not just going to say I'm only shooting on Thursdays, but I can say like, I'm only going to shoot three Thursdays or whatever, um, or three days of the week. No, three days of whatever. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> um, so I've been um, explaining that to a lot of new clients um, just in the last couple weeks. So that's been an interesting thing. So I'm really grateful that that during the slow season I have time to like relax because I know the busy season is coming. And then during the busy season I'm like grateful like, oh, I'm so happy that I have a lot to do because I know that in the fall I'm not going to have much to do. So um, kind of just like grass is always greener on the other side and being grateful that you have two sides of the grass, the fence, whatever. Love it. And yeah. like gratitude practices are just awesome in general. <laughs> I snapped today because I got, do you see this huge box sitting in my living room? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just left it there. I don't really know why because I'm terrible at cleaning. But I had this, got this huge box in the mail and I was like, oh, what did I order myself? It's so fun. It was a floor mat. And I was like, <laughs> this is so lame. And then I snapped like how lame it was. And then I was like, just kidding. Yay, floor mat. Practicing gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Because uh, it's been so rainy and it's been like tracking into our house and kind of gross. Oh, so that I, kind oh. of format. I didn't know if you meant like for your car or where the format was Which going. Is even more boring. This one's actually kind of cute, but it just I like big packages should be more fun than formats. But I'm so happy and grateful for the format. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, <laughs> okay. So key quattro which is where we're going to start getting into the thick of it. What we really, really start doing in our slow season is to get ready. What do you think about that? Gotta, I think you got to put yourself in the shoes of your busy season and be like, hey, busy season, what <laughs> did you need that you wish I would have done? Yes, yes. <laughs> for you. When I, I was that, that tense, by the way, is like really hard. What would you have wished that I would have done in the future? <laughs> it was like very, I would not, like in all the languages I speak, I would not be able to say that sentence. I cannot even say a sentence in English. Yeah, so think like put yourself yeah in the shoes of like you in the future and think about like god what were the things that you wish you would have done um like the things that you really want to do but you don't have time for and you're thinking like there's so many things during the business season you wish you had time to do and you have time for that now so you need to be doing them okay so and i i'm not just projecting i kind of paid attention last year to the kind of things that um i wish that i would have had more time for in the busy season so that i try to take advantage of those now for example 
I don't get to see my nephew as much during the busy season. And so I really take some take a lot of time to do that. He lives two states away. And so during the slow season, I take the opportunity to go see him as much as I can. Um, I always wish that I would have relaxed more. Like I, my biggest regret from that first year is that I stressed so much that I didn't feel recharged when my busy season came. And so I really take the time to like relax during these few months um, so that I can like be ready to go by the time like January, February hits. I also take the time, uh, or I, I know that during the busy season, I really appreciate that my slow season self like took the time to organize my files, delete images off my computer because my computer always gets so full and I never realize it before it's happening. And then I'm like importing a wedding and it's like, you have no space on your hard drive. And then I can barely do anything because it's so full. I hate that. Oh, that's Uh, the worst because then your computer is so full. You can't even take this stuff off. Exactly. Oh, the worst. I have that. That's, that's also something that I do for myself when I'm slow. Yes, like because it, it's pretty time consuming. Oh, yeah. Like, a while. Um, and having to make sure that everything's properly backed up, et cetera. So that's a great thing to do during a slow season. Um, I send my camera out for cleaning because it, sometimes it can be gone for a while. And I can't do that during the busy season, obviously. Um, and then I, I spend time like experimenting with different lighting um, or different techniques and kind of just like practicing. But we'll get into more of that later. I also do – I also – really enjoy during my busy season that during my slow season I do all the administrative work administrative is not a word administrative <laughs> for my travel um because those are things that like I will forget like oh my gosh next weekend is the wedding and I don't have this and this booked yet um so like for example I rent equipment out if John is my second shooter for the wedding and so I make sure that like so right now I have like already rented out all the equipment for every wedding that we have this year so that when it's like the week before and I'm super busy I'm not like oh my god I forgot to rent it and then uh, does it just show up at your house yeah yeah that's so cool and- yeah, they'll t- like so it's like pending and it's like all these different things like for September. And then of course I can change it if I need to, but a lot of times um well it's actually never happened, but I've been like, "Oh my gosh, I totally forgot to do it." And then I look and I'm like, "Oh, thank God. I did it like in January." <laughs> so nice. Um I also really love exercising a lot during the slow season because when I don't get to, I feel so lazy during the busy season. I'm like, "Oh, it's fine. I exercised all of December." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. What about you? Well, okay, let's start with exercising because um, that's one of mine too, but that's one thing I've done to change. So I feel like when I get really busy, my health is like not a priority. When I was in school, I would just go off the edge, not eat well, mm-hmm. and not exercise. And I have since hired a personal trainer, Yes. both when I was living in California and here. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I started working with my new trainer, I want to say end of October. And yeah. so it was really nice to have something that I was accountable to show up for during the week even when it was the holiday season Mm -hmm. that I was there and it didn't matter how busy I was like that was locked in and I had to show up for it because I paid for it and my trainer is my friend and she is counting on me yes so if anyone's curious I got a mint body in Scottsdale awesome wall and it looked so legit oh yes I painted on the wall of their studio yesterday but of their other location in Gilbert so it was really fun it looked awesome. I really liked it. Good job. Thank you so much. I realize you're, we're also like taking the time to build habits because during the busy season, that is not happening. Like you cannot initiate habits. So if we're building them during the slow season, then during the busy season, it's easier to continue with them. Yes. So I started when I had the time and then it was already in the calendar just to work around it. Yes. Yes. And so, yes, it's a habit and it's something I'm just used to. So right. it's really great there. I mean, there's a reason I hire a personal trainer. I need the accountability. So that's a whole yeah. other discussion in itself that like if you plan for things, it'll happen. But mm-hmm. yes, it also applies to this. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I will agree with you with the clearing out your computer. That's yes. a big one for me. I also like to organize everything so I can at least find it all, which I've done. That's made a huge difference for me. I feel like lately I have had a lot of moments in my business where I'm doing something and I'm thinking, oh, this is so much easier than it used to be. Or this is taking me way less time than it used to. And I'm trying to figure out why. I think like part of it is just like wisdom and like growing and like learning how to do stuff faster but also like i've organized myself better to prepare so there's my slow season helping myself out yeah another one for me i have a lot of similar ones as you like practicing my skills like trying new techniques trying new mediums uh you know i'll get a different kind of paint i'll Mm -hmm. try something out um when i am busy i always wish that i had more time to scrapbook so i do that too when i'm free time just like a free night yeah. I do that. So, um, I love that. We're really framing the slow season to be like a time of investment because, like, you are like investing in yourself so that it, the payoff happens during busy season because it's like so much time that we can use now to like make our busy season easier. Um, and that's total, that is totally what we're doing because we don't have time to like experiment with all these different things or try new things when we're like, I just have to get like the things done that I have to get done. But if you work those experimentations or whatever into, into your slow season, they can be part of your daily routine, they can be now into your form skill set during the busy season which is great definitely and then I kind of said this before too but my last thing would be like I wish that I could plan ahead for Mm -hmm. like releasing new collections so Valentine's Day is coming up normally when I was in school I mean guys this is like my first season of like doing the spring not being in school so it's like a whole (laughs) learning curve it's crazy oh my gosh you're so right it's so crazy yeah so it's like I'm like, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up, and I'm thinking about it a month and a half in advance. Yeah. So I started planning out, like, a Valentine's collection I'm going to release. So it's really nice. nice to have that and not be like, oh, because I think that's going to be another busy time, like, custom art gifts, anniversary, all that. And, um, yeah, so that's another example. I love that. I will say on the flip side, I don't know if this would fit in better somewhere else, but sometimes towards the end of my busy season – I prepare for the slow season and I give myself a project to do, which is what happened with the magazine because I knew, so I started the magazine in July and September is really when my slow season starts. And so I really prepared that to be what I did during, um, during the slow season because I didn't want to just like show up and have like nothing to do besides like preparing for the next season. Um, so you kind of can do the opposite. Like you can prepare, prepare for your busy season. You can also prepare for your slow season. That is amazing. And it reminds me of something else I was going to say that I forgot about, but when I get busy, one thing I always wish is that I had consistent video content coming up on my YouTube channel slash my blog. So basically, videos are my versions of blog posts. So I think that's a common one. Like everyone wishes they had time to blog when they were busy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um, I like videos a lot because it's not as like time sensitive to me as a blog post. So I can just make a video of a painting or whatever. And so definitely I stockpile a lot of videos when I am slower. So Absolutely. like this week, for example... Like, I'll be making, like, two – well, ideally, I'd love to post two videos a week. One is fine with me, but I don't ever want to go under one. But that definitely happens when I get busy. So I'll try to make just a few extra, even if they're, like, kind of short, just to fill in the gaps. So then when I'm busy, those are already uploaded. I just publish it, and it goes, you know? Totally. And I love that. And that really brings us to P5 about, like, be where you can't be during the busy season. Because for the busy season, for me, I am, like, a facer to the max. Because, like, I am out there, and I'm photographing – 
at least once a day. Um, I'm going to the wedding. I'm spending time with like my clients. And so I don't, the only time that I'm on my computer is when I'm like editing the photos and I'm sending them out. But during the slow season, like I'm really busy working on my online presence. Um, and I can argue that it's a way to like build my habits of blogging, et cetera. But for me, it's okay. And I feel good about if I just blog during my slow season, I got a lot of content out there and then I did it more sporadically during my busy season. That's okay because my priority is the face-to-face interaction. Um, but I do spend a lot of time on my online presence so that I am out there and then I'm making it so that my whole year is like a crossover year. I have done both, even if they're not at the exact same time. Totally. And we were saying this earlier. I mean, we've talked about it before. The Asian and I are kind of like the opposite of each other. So like mm-hmm. for me, when I'm busy, like I am... I have to be in the studio. I have to be here painting. So I don't really have a choice. So definitely my slower time is a chance to attend those local meetups that I may have missed. And um, which is funny because there was a really good one on Sunday and I was out of town. But, you know, oh, well, (laughs) there's more coming. So that's good. But it's my chance to put those in my calendar and make sure I can attend them later. Yeah, but this is really a time, like, especially if your slow season is now and it's January and we've already talked about, like, now is the time, you guys. Like, if you want to have an online presence, like, this is your sign. It is now the time to make that happen. Or if you want to get out there and be local, now is the time to do it. So especially if it's your slow season, you have the time to, like, put the effort into the initiation. That's always the hardest part is starting those things. And so if you know that during the busy season you are online or you don't have any time to be online and you're always in person with people, build the habits of doing the opposite now, I definitely think. I also do last season during my slower season, I made a promotional video. Um, I'll put a link to it because I think it's fantastic. Um, <laughs> and that was something that I would not have been able to do at all during my busy season because there was, a, you know, it was a lot of work. Um, of course, more work on my videographer's part than mine, but it did take a lot of coordination. And um, that thing is like definitely preparing for my busy season. Um, but that was a way for me to be online in a way that I couldn't have been when it was my busy season. So. Another valid use of your time, and I was thinking about you just now, so I have a question for you that could be like a useful case study, perhaps. So, um, so for example, your magazine is now something that is very regular and happens, so you could say that the magazine doesn't necessarily have a slow season because it comes every two months. It's um, every other month, correct? Yeah, right. And so um, you have put in systems of people on your team for it and working for you and helping. Uh-huh. But I'd be curious to know for something that is so structured and it has to happen at a certain point every time, mm-hmm. how do you uh, fit your busy season or your slow season around that? Yes, great question. So because I started at the end of my busy season, I had the slow season to make those systems happen. And so if I would have started it, like let's say in the middle of my slow season or at the end, I would have been having to work out those kinks during the busy season, which would not have worked. And I would argue that it would not have gone, it wouldn't, I would have just had to stop because I wouldn't have had the time to start like figuring out all the systems while I was shooting weddings every weekend. And so I think it was a really great timing starting it when I did. And now I have, we have so many systems in place. And then I have Alyssa who's doing the graphic design for me. And we have made this time. Also, I, I, another thing I should say is like make taking this time to plan meetings out. Just like you were saying, if when things are in the calendar, you can make them happen. And it's so much harder to put things in the calendar when you, when you're busy. And so right now I put things in the calendar for like weeks and months out so that I know they're already planned, they're already in there. So I have shoots for the magazine that are planned really far in advance because I have the time to plan those things right now. Um, and so now that it's a part of my workflow, it is, it, everything's kind of 
going a lot smoother now for the busy season. I'll be ready for it. And I could, um, just like you were saying with videos, I can do a lot of articles, I can do a lot of shoes, et cetera, and I can kind of stockpile them for for the, for the months to come that are going to be really, really busy. So um, I think it's really great to start projects like before your slow season starts for sure. Oh, that's another good point of something I do. The word stockpile triggered it. For example, Cheek and I went to this really incredible place uh, on Sunday. The It's called the Boyce Thompson Arboretum. So gorgeous place. Uh, I love sharing cacti photos on my Instagram with my audience and like having them for blog posts and stuff everyone responds really well to them so they must be as obsessed as I am (laughs) so I love the word stockpile this is something I totally do so I took like 170 photos and I'm not going to share them all on the same day that would be a bit overwhelming (laughs) I think I would lose all of my followers (laughs) Um, but I like just before you and I jumped on this call I edited like a few of the photos and put them on my Google Drive on my phone so they're ready to pull from later so um you can kind of apply busy slow season tactics to like all aspects of your business like your social media like load up your phone with the photos you're gonna need to post them later it's also another good thing you could do during your slow season is like get some photo shoots done yes of your business yeah really good point that's that's something i never have time for is like cool like styled photography like when i'm busy i no time for that you know not doing that. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Um, and something that you definitely have taught me is that I don't have to post everything real time on Instagram. You know, it can be a photo that I took a while ago, but that I can make relevant now. And so I think that's a really great idea. I love that. Do a little fun photo shoot with your stuff. Yes, thank you. And yeah. I, liked, I liked hearing about the magazine because I think that's a good example. So that really brings us well into key six, which is getting creative with other creatives. Which I, Chan- yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm so excited to fill in. Yes, I can talk about it. Um, But chances are it's their slow season two. So ours are a little bit different, but there's still some like blending, some Venn diagram action happening. So a really good time to do lots of things with other creatives. Yeah, I was going to add collaboration with others into the last key, like be where you can't be. But then we figured we'd just talk about this because it can be a whole thing within itself. Absolutely. So get creative. With Mm -hmm. other creatives, get creative with yourself, too, because one aspect of this is building your portfolio. I actually just contributed some writing yesterday about, like, staying creative and creativity, and I was talking about, like, if you're not getting any business, it's an awesome time to hone your skills, make some spec work. You know, for a long time, I was just painting skateboards in the beginning like for myself of things that I thought looked cool, and, like, you know, no one was ordering them, and it – but. It was fine. And so it's a really great time to build your portfolio. And you can also build your portfolio in tandem with another creative who you work with. Exactly. Um, It's also a really good time to start relationships because if you're thinking about things you wish you would have started, like in let's say my June 2016 self is like, what do I wish I would have started in January that could take time? And now if I start it now, it won't be like completed or whatever until December. And not that relationships are ever completed, but starting relationships and building those, um, you know, connections, they take time. And so now is really the time to start reaching out to people that you want to have relationships with and start building that because I mean, just think about like schedule could be tough and maybe you guys can't meet up for a couple weeks or whatever it's a really good time to start doing that now and it's and if you're mostly online now's the time to like get out and start making those lives people because then it'll just blossom all year long yes i feel like every creative is actually busy around the holidays even if it's not their busy season because of family stuff so true it's a good time to reschedule and put it in the calendar for january and yes. i can't i can't really think of something better to do with your free time 
no besides either work on your own skills or collaborate with someone else because you're both like hey let's do something fun with our time absolutely and it's also a way to get your work like out there so that people can start seeing your work and thinking about your work etc so when they're ready they will come like if you just like disappear off the face of the planet right now then they're not going to be like oh I need a photographer. I haven't heard of from Asia in six months, but I definitely want to hire her. Like, that's not a thing. You still have to be relevant, like, online and locally. So, got to do it. Yes, and I think something we always talk about in the realm of entrepreneurship, I don't even mean just Asia and I, I just mean this is kind of a rule of thumb that you don't exactly share work that you don't want to be doing. So, if Asia does do a family photo shoot just out of... uh, whatever love of my heart for someone yes so she just does it but she doesn't want to always be shooting family photos she doesn't share that so i think that the creative collaborations or the building portfolio time is the time and the chance and opportunity for you to create the work that is exactly the work you want to be creating and share it as an example and yes people don't need to know that it was only for yourself i mean art is kind of different it's kind of like you're free to paint whatever you want Mm -hmm. That's just how you do it unless it's a commission. But you are free to share that and say, you know, I made this. This is exactly what I want to be doing. I mean, you don't even have to talk about it that way. You can just share it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you will get more of that work. Right. And that is, yeah, share what you want to be shooting is what, is what, you know, we say as photographers. Um, And that's absolutely true. If I, and I did do a couple family shoots this week for family friends or this, um, this season for family friends, but you've never seen them because I don't put them out there. I've never seen them. This is so mysterious. So mysterious. Do you ask them not to share them and tag you? No, I'm very proud of that work. And, um, if they recommend me, if like they say like, Oh, my friend wants to get your pictures done with them. I, I have the discretion to say like, oh, okay, you know, that'd be great or like, no, because I, I don't want to be a family photographer. Um, but I, like, I'm proud of that work. So I'm happy when they put those up, et cetera. And that also could lead, it's not just like that's going to lead only to family photos. Some Somebody might see that and be like, oh, I want her to take my wedding photos. So it's not bad to put that out there in that vein. But when they click on my website, I don't want them to see family photos and think that's all that I do. Um, so any, you know, exposure in that way, bringing them back to my website makes them see what I actually do. And that's totally fine. Um, and so I did, I did do two family shoots for a family friend and a friend from high school. And they were so much fun and I really loved them, but I knew that it's not. It's not what I want to do all the time, but I was happy that I got to do them for them. Um, but during the busy season, I would have said no. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. And then yeah. like, yeah, you have a personal relationship with them, so it's fun. Exactly, yeah, so it's more fun. And I'm one family I do like every year and <laughs> the family, the parents were like, I don't even know if the kids aren't even excited about the photos, they're just excited to see you all the time, which I thought was really cute. Um, so that's totally fine, um, those kind of family photos, but, and I wouldn't want them to not share them, but I'm not like, oh, tell all of your friends. If that was a wedding, I'd be like, tell everyone you know that I shot these pictures and they were so amazing, I'm gonna share them all over the planet. But I'm like, it's fine. And sometimes people come to me for family photos and I refer them to someone else because yeah. I got to do it. But that actually happens quite a bit. So and that's okay. But that's nice. I, yeah. But I do take the time to do like more creative things during the slow season that I do want to be shooting. So um, for the magazine, for example, we're doing like more high fashion kind of glamour stuff this month. But I definitely want to be doing more things like that. So I am shooting more things like that right now to put in the magazine to kind of show off this is what I am shooting and can shoot and would love to shoot more of. That's so cool because I saw last last month issue, month's issue, mm-hmm. whatever your last issue was, was there was some photography in there that I was like, 
Asia did this? Like, it was new for you. It was <laughs> cool. I didn't, like, it was with the models and the clothing. And yeah. It was, uh, you were kind of, I mean, because I think a lot of your work, you're closer up to the person. Yes. You want to showcase what they look like. But you were kind of pulled away yes. more to show. It was a little bit more editorial. And I was like, oh, this is new for you. Thank you so much for um, noticing that. Because it was definitely a challenge because I was trying to show off what the girls were wearing and I'm so used to like being all up in their face and like making them laugh and not only was it like more of a serious shoot but I had to show off the whole outfit and so I had to be aware if I was like cutting off the shoes or if I was doing anything like that so um it was really interesting and super fun and I really liked how it turned out that's a great example of more things that I want to be doing because I would love to be shooting more fashion but if you look through my portfolio right now it's all like girls faces which I love to do um but it was definitely a good a good um good experiment and good practicing of things I want to shoot more nice yes um i was gonna say one more thing about collaborations too uh i think it's also important to keep in mind that collaborations usually you're not making money from you're just doing it with another creative and you're both wanting to combine your talents and services yes but i think that's okay and it's not like you need to have like anxiety or hesitation about it because you already are considering it your slow season so you're already considering that this is a time when you make less money yes so it's cool to do free work at that time yes and that's also something to do during the slow season is to pay attention to your to your finances and see how you can evenly distribute them more over the year. And that definitely takes like time and practice and and a lot of like recognition and data collecting on how much you're making during your busy season, et cetera. Um, but that was another mistake I made during my first slow season is that I didn't save up enough. And now I definitely do. So I was going to say that earlier, too. It's a good time to save money so that you I think that may have contributed to your panic mode before. Maybe I'm yes. guessing. But it's good to save then so you know that you can spend when you're slow. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to go through the six keys of your slow season. Number one, you have to have faith that the season will end. Number two, key two, excuse me. (laughs) I think I said number one too. It's okay. Number key letter. It's fine. Take a break. Yes. And key three, be grateful. Be grateful for that break because this slow season, like we said, key number one, will be over. I like one, two, and three. They all kind of went together. Yeah, they're so blendy. They were like A, B, and C. I like okay, key A, B, C. Now key four. <laughs> key four is to get ready, prepare, do the things now that you wish you would have had done in your busy season. Yes. Key numero cinco, be where you cannot be during the busy season, as in either you need to be amping up your online presence or you need to be amping up your local presence. And then number six, you got to get creative with the other creatives. And does that sound? That's my favorite one because it just sounds, I'd like picture lots of flowers in my brain. I don't know why. <laughs> just like Ooh. butterflies running around like our last episode. <laughs> yes, just blossoming and running through the meadows. That's what we do during our slow season. We run through meadows with other creatives. <laughs> I almost it's- see it as like a, what is it called when, I, it starts with an M, I think, but now I can't think of what, like on a sitcom when there's just music and then there's like scenes. Oh, I don't know what that's called. I know what you're talking about, though. Like the beginning, the montage. Montage. Yes. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. think of it as a montage. Like you see the creatives walking into the coffee shop shaking hands. They sit down. <laughs> they order their coffee. They're like scribbling furiously in a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and all they, set to music. Yes. And then we run through meadows. Like that's an imperative part. Yeah. Okay. And it's almost like a set to the Rocky theme song. <laughs> I have a tiger. This is, can we please like hire a videographer to like act this out to make uh, this? Yes. Okay, before we wrap this thing up, Paige is going to read a lovely review on iTunes. Woohoo. It's from our friend Mariah T. Thanks, Mariah T. She says, encouraging, motivating, and giddy laughter. Hmm. 
<laughs> I'm guessing. I can only read the first L-A-U. So uh, I'm guessing Laughner. Laugh- Wait, Laughter. Why can't you read the rest of it? It just says like L-A-U dot dot dot. Can you not click read more? No, like that's the title. You know the title runs over. Oh! <laughs> yeah. So maybe she said Giddy Lautner, like uh, Taylor Lautner, the uh, Twilight actor. That's my guess. And that's definitely what she's saying. Really good. Really good. Thank you. Okay, okay, this I'm is right. a very nice one. So okay. it says, Paige and Asia share such amazing insight in a world where it is so easy to feel compelled to compare yourself to the su- successful peers around us. They make me feel like they're longtime friends while telling me the lowdown on doing the work, creating with heart, and sharing unapologetically. While listening to Space to Face, prepare to giggle often from the friendship you can feel between them, as oh. well as feel like you can do this thing. Whatever that thing may be for you. Thanks so much, ladies. That's really nice. That was really well written. I like the way she wrote the, you can do this thing, whatever that thing may be for you. Whatever that thing may be for you. That could be our new catch line. You can do this thing. Whatever. That was so fun. That's really a goal for us is to like have fun. We know we're talking about serious topics. Yeah. And, and we're very serious people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we really do want to... Have fun with this personally for us as like this being part of our lives and a project that we love. But we also want you guys to know that like being running a business and being a business owner and being an entrepreneur is not like not about having fun. It doesn't mean you sit at home and slave away on your computer all the time. So we're really happy that you're getting that vibe from us, Mariah. We appreciate your review. Yeah. We want you to have a life. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I feel like that's like the second uh, mantra manifesto Mm -hmm. of what we talk about like space-to-face crossover stuff that's the first but also like you guys know the work-life balance is like also a huge thing for us that could almost be the title of this show as well yeah that's a really good point um and i think that that they really work well together because you have to be like inside and outside to have like a work-life balance there's no like just work balance or just life balance you have to be space and face so it goes pretty well together. I'm feeling pretty good about our uh, manifestation of our manifesto. Ooh. Yes, I feel wonderful about it. <laughs> so lovely. Okay, guys. So if this is your slow season, we just really want to encourage you. This is a necessary and awesome season of your life. And we would love to hear about what you guys are doing during your slow season. Yeah. So let us know. Um, Asia, can we also put the six keys in the show notes? Absolutely. Cool. I think that would be a good little checklist for people to have like a little reference Yes. So that will be nice. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Um, so let us know. Shout yeah. us out. Shout us out? I don't know. If that's not not like- shout us out. Uh, uh, scream the mountaintops and reach <laughs> us through social media. I feel like shout us out means you're going to like spray shout on like in my t-shirt or something. <laughs> that's how I feel. Anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. We are wishing you the best this week. We will see you soon on next episode i don't know why i said we're gonna see you soon but you know you get it (laughs) until then we are sending all the positive and creative vibes your way and we hope you have a fabulous freaking week Bye. bye thank you for listening to space to face brought to you by asia croson and Paige poppy To find out more about us and get episodes delivered straight to your inbox each week, please check out our website at space2face.com. Until our next episode, we hope you'll apply what you've learned today to nurture both the online and face-to-face aspects of your business. And until then, we thank you and we will see you in our next one.
Should I talk? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot we should say welcome. Why have I been forgetting the welcoming and the outro? I cannot. It, it feels unnatural, I guess, because we've already been talking. That's so true. And I guess, like, it hasn't been, like, strictly discussed that you do the welcome. The outro thing, that's all you, girl. You gotta get that started. That's all me. I apologize for my lack of professionalism. <laughs> okay. 